This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. With me, as always, my very good friends and co-hosts, Eric Branson and Ryan Steisel. How's it going tonight? It's going good. It's going. Yeah. Is it, is it a full moon? It's not a full moon. No. It's it's not a full moon. I mean, no. it could be by the Dude. time that maybe this comes out. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, at the, the rate that... <laughs> Yeah, Joe, Joe's probably going to be taking care of this one, so yeah. it won't be delayed by six weeks like <laughs> my turnaround has been lately. But <laughs> well, it's been so. things have been busy, you know. We've, yes, yeah, we've uh, we we have to do the old man weather report. This is just as as my wife lovingly says about this time every year when we get another freak snowstorm. She says, ah, it's just old man winter dragging his nuts across you one last time. <laughs> and, you know, she's uh, she's not wrong. Very eloquent, yes. Very eloquent. <laughs> and, and yeah. my, when, my, when my in-laws were like, oh, today's the first day, because we were with them, today's the first day of spring, everything's going to go great. Right away, I was just like, you guys have lived in Wisconsin, like, for fucking decades. You do realize we're going to get two more winters after this, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep, you're almost guaranteed that one big spring snowstorm, and sometimes there's a few of them. So yeah, yep. yeah. Spring, you only get one week of spring before summer starts. That's how it goes. <laughs> right. Two if you're lucky. Pretty much. Yeah. That one week where you're like, ah, it really feels nice out, and then you know, next <laughs> week you're sweating and. Right. Yep. It's forty-seven yeah, with like a wind chill of thirty-two, but you're gonna go out there with a light jacket, maybe shorts. Well, like even today, I went outside. It was really nice. It was nice to just get out. The sun's out. Everything's melting. But mm. you know, so there's like the the very zen. There's little zen gardens everywhere with water trickling on things because everything's <laughs> melting. And the sun's out. I stand outside, a cup of coffee. I'm like this is all right. And then you happen to step into a shadow, and it's instantly fucking freezing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so it's like shift back the over. The sun is not, you know, beating on you. It just, like, you. sucks the life out of you. And I was like, all right, this sucks. I'm going back inside. It kind of uh, almost yeah. feels like a good concept for, like, a like a horror story. Like an anthology series. And a sci-fi fucking plane of existence. Like anytime you hit a shadow, just instant fucking freeze. I don't know. Uh, I Someone mean, else got be like, like <laughs> conditions on some planets where it's this many yeah. degrees in the shade. It's, it's like pitch black, but with the cold instead of the dark. Yeah, you can no, still throw Vin Diesel in there too, I guess, if you want. I don't know. He'd probably be there whether you wanted him to or not. <laughs> I, I kind of get that impression. If it's not away, him, so. it's probably the Rock. So I mean, <laughs> see, uh, little known be fact: some bald man around fucking bossing you. Little known fact, all Vin Diesel movies are made by just randomly capturing footage of him in the wild, and they write the story around that. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how that is how Boiler Room that's got a, made. True story. That's a fact. Look it up. No. Yeah, <laughs> I read about Not it many online. People know this, but so. the family in all those movies CGI. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He doesn't actually have friends and family. No. <laughs> it is true though. If you rearrange the letters of his name, you get his creed, which is "I end lives." <laughs> <laughs> yes. So speaking of Vin uh, Diesel, <laughs> well, I was going to share real quickly with uh, who I forgot to bring up before uh, before we started recording, so everyone else is going to have to sit through this. Um, kids are off on spring break this week, and we took them to see Quantum Mania, so the new Ant Man oh. and Wasp movie the other day, and it had a little bit of a long runtime, and it's they haven't gone to see they've watched a bunch of the Marvel movies now like on Disney Plus, but they haven't gone to actually to the theater to see one, so. It's kind of like itching to give it a try. I'm like, okay, so this one's this one's playing. This is what we get. Let's give it a shot. And they they enjoyed it and yeah. pretty much sat still for the whole time. I was impressed. So about a 220 runtime plus previews on that. So how'd you feel about um, it? I liked it. I found it found it enjoyable. Yeah, like same. yeah, I, I didn't dislike it. I don't get like the really negative like. I mean, I don't think in the long run it's going to be one of the more memorable Marvel movies for me. But there wasn't. I, I didn't dislike it. I was entertained. I got my, you know, money's worth, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. It's got some, like, um, weird humor in it, like weird sci-fi yeah. humor, which is always kind of fun. Like the whole blob creature who was obsessed with holes. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'll get him on a t-shirt. <laughs> well, I'm not spoiling yeah. anything. Good. Well, it, had, yeah. it had some good some good moments. I, I do think it's interesting that, and of course it always comes back to Star Wars in some way, but Disney can't seem to get a star wars movie together but they can make an ant-man movie that is essentially a star wars movie um yeah it's like okay well <laughs> and get bill murray in it um yeah. so it's like okay yeah but no i i it, that would kind of reviews wise was getting drugged through the mud a little bit and i don't really get it like i think it's like the fo- whole like fucking comic book fatigue thing yeah, I get yeah. blamed on, and I will bring that up in this movie, by the way, but that'll be later. Okay. So it's good that you brought this up. We make yeah, these fucking yeah. side chats poignant when we can. Well, Unintentional. I feel like I, I guess without further ado, so we don't lose the momentum on that. Uh, tonight <laughs> we're going to be watching something uh, that it's a surprise that we haven't covered this one before. Um, mm. The 1985 American coming-of-age comedy film Teen Wolf. For Michael J. Fox, life hasn't been easy. Hello? Hi. I'm going through changes. His voice is changing. Give me a keg of beer. Is there anything wrong with me? He's got hair on his chest. He stopped being a boy. What do you think about to get worked up? At last, he's become... Scott? Scott Howard? This is your father speaking. Now open this door right this minute. A wolf. An explanation is probably long overdue. Dad, an explanation? Look at me. Look at you. He's always wanted to be something special. But he never expected this. Teen Wolf. He's got style. There's something different about you. Did you change your hair? 
He's got class. Wolf person. He's got hair all over his body. Wolves aren't supposed to be shy. He's a wolf in teen's clothing. And tonight is his night to howl. Teen Wolf, a new comedy with Michael J. Fox, star of Back to the Future. So we're not talking about the relatively, oh God, I can't even call it relatively new because it was 2011, 2011 or 2017. Yeah. Um, Teen Wolf show on MTV, or I guess the movie that they did and all that. No, we're talking original Michael J. Fox. Which Teen that Wolf. is kind yeah. of based off of this, weirdly enough. Apparently. Not, it is and isn't. Yeah. Inspired it is. by. But then it's again, inspired like, by more. Recently, it's more was... situationally based on it. Like it's a werewolf in high school, and that's really yeah. about. Do they it as ever far show as... them as werewolves? All I ever see is just like guys growling at each other with their eyes glowing, and their shirts off. And their shirts. No. Off. I mean, how's that like, different from yeah. this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to say it. Minus the shirt off thing. Um, Touche. No. <laughs> um, no, I think I watched the first season of Teen Wolf, probably back in 2011, and it was pretty unremarkable i thought so i can't yeah. believe it lasted as long as it did it's um, just one of those many symptoms that where you take something classic from like the 80s and 90s that was usually lighthearted, and you give it like a dark twist like bel-air that came out like a year yeah. or so ago it's like this is not the fresh prince at all well neither <laughs> is he anymore so maybe that was bad timing too you know um, slap on to the next subject so. <laughs> um this one was directed by uh, Rod Daniel, written by Jeff Loeb and Matthew Weissman. Stars Michael J. Fox as Scott Howard, a high school student whose ordinary life has changed when he discovers that he is a werewolf. Uh, long story short, learns he's a werewolves are amazing at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So this was written by Jeff Loeb, as in Jeff Loeb that's written for hundreds of different comic book titles and wrote for Smallville yep. and is a producer. Okay. Commando. I thought so. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Buffy. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I'm very familiar with Jeff Loeb, but I did not associate this movie with him until I saw his... I saw his name... In the, he's not credited the way he credits himself now. Uh, it, his name, Jeff, J-E-P-H, Loeb. He's credited in the movie, and it's not telling me on Wikipedia, but it's it's like a longer name. Huh. <laughs> I don't know if uh, it's Joseph or if it's... Uh, like, I don't know, but... I'm like, huh, I wonder if that's the same. Yeah, and it is. Cool. So yeah. hmm. uh, so this one stars, as I mentioned, Michael J. Fox, James Hampton, Scott Paulin, Susan Ursidi, Jerry Levine, Matt Adler, and Jay Tarsus. Uh, so what's your guys' experience with Team I mean, this this was, you got it in the, in the what is it, 85 it came out. 85, yep. So this was playing in theaters the same time as the Michael J. Fox takeover. This was playing yeah. in theaters at the same time as Back to the Future. So he had it, it was sure. part of that yeah, time period where like you get an actor yeah. doing multiple fucking films and what like or releases mm -hmm. in one year. Yep. Yeah. Plus, you had an animated series which I remember watching. Oh, really? I, I read that there was one, and I, I couldn't remember the theme song. I couldn't remember it. So, yeah. can you sing yeah. it? I will not. Head? I will not. Okay. I do like, remember the sequel, and we could talk about that like later if we want yeah. to. But like, <laughs> so um, yeah. What's your guys' experience with Teen Wolf? I saw. So okay, speaking, I'll talk about the sequel now. I saw Teen Wolf two first. 
for some reason. And I don't know oh, if this is Jason one of those Bateman? cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Werewolves are also good those... at boxing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one even Which essentially so, is the same say. movie, just kind of on, yeah, uh, on repeat. But the... I really liked that movie as a as a young kid, and I don't remember if it was one of those cases where we always talk about where the video store, our local video store, had the sequel and not the original. I can't imagine they didn't have Teen Wolf, but for some reason, I never saw. I didn't see Teen Wolf for many years after I had like I had I had that's watched like me with Teen Ghostbusters Wolf mm-hmm. multiple times yeah. before see, actually seeing Teen Wolf. Um, when I finally did see it, I believe I enjoyed it, but. I don't know if it goes back to like nostalgia points. I think this honestly, the sequel gets more of them for me because I think I saw it more times as a kid. Um, yeah, anyway, it, I, I found it enjoyable. I remember seeing this as I don't know if a super young kid, but yeah, a couple times at least in my teens. And um, yeah, it's it's it's. I think I, I thought of it then. When I think of it now, it's very much an '80s movie. <laughs> like it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so this is my this is technically my second viewing but my first one was like on network tv and i was like maybe five maybe six and it wasn't coming in it was one of those fucking time periods if i'm fucking talking about old where you had the <laughs> antenna because we were poor, too. It wasn't just, oh, this is poor, um, where you would have to turn the antenna and mm-hmm. you're going to get three channels and only two of them maybe came in. Really came one, in, yeah. One this depended one was on not the weather. One that, yeah, this was not one that was coming in. <laughs> uh, so the only, I only remember, like, two scenes, and it's uh, one where he sees his ears in the fucking van, and mm-hmm. I think a later one when the dad deals with the fucking, like... Uh, vice principal mm-hmm. and there's like nothing else so this is technically my first full viewing of this of this fucking movie um but i was always aware of it being a classic mm-hmm. um and seeing that we've did teen witch yeah yeah why not which was yeah. originally <laughs> yeah, if you remember kind of... which we talked about was originally meant to be a, a sequel of this and or a spinoff yeah, or the, something the third teen it was uh, i think originally conceived to be the third teen wolf movie with a female lead and then yeah, mm-hmm. so it was eventually going very backwards to here. Witch instead, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I can de- I can say I can definitely see I've definitely seen enough fucking Disney Channel originals, uh, and now I know where they've been stealing the premises from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where just definitely like super vibes here, supernatural fucking elements meet spo- like sports in a high school setting. Yeah, like yeah. all they're missing was a musical this, number. This might actually be the template for that. Kind I think of it thing, is honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, and I. So let's see. This came out in '85. I would have been four years old. It would have, probably would have been a few years later that it came out on some kind of cable, you know, on syndication or available for. Well, it would have been available for rent yet. That wasn't a thing for a long time, but. I remember somebody recorded a bunch of stuff on HBO for us on a bunch of beta tapes, and this was one of them. And I watched the shit out of this movie as a kid. Oh my god, I can recite this entire fucking movie. Speaking of, like, I think part of that weird generation where we just there's just a weird old family friend who just has a collection of random VHSs. Yes, that, that just like here you guys take them. 
I mean, I um, used to record tons of stuff, but yeah, I remember there being people that would like have or like be like, oh, you could borrow. Like my parents had a couple of sets of friends that had like just chests full of tapes that they had recorded. Like, go yeah. and borrow some movies. Like, we got. But like, it would always be recorded mates. off of something. Like you know. Yeah. I remember like my first time ever seeing E.T. Like. Before see the the memory I don't have is of that movie. The memory I have was like how we received it, and what it was is like we had a friend, like a family friend named Mark. He was just a, he was always shirtless and he had a pot belly. It was like it was, I don't know what it is, but he was would... his name Randy. You're sure it was Mark? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, Randy's my cousin. Uh, but no, his name was Mark. It was definitely a Mark, um, and he was splicing, like he had like the 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 ET film but he was splicing it in a different case because i guess the case fucking broke and it was just a fusion a hybrid i just remember that being done on a table with a cigarette hanging from his fucking mouth (laughs) as they're talking fucking like terrible jokes mind you i'm like three years old this is one of those early fucking memories and then we watched Mm -hmm. it and i know there's like a bit that was like spliced out but that's what i remember of et and the same with fucking ghostbusters like much later on like i saw ghostbusters 2 because you mentioned earlier, Eric, the whole fucking, like, when you had the fucking um, movie rental place only had the sequels and never the originals. I didn't mm-hmm. see the... I saw the first Ghostbusters 2 throughout most of my, like, childhood. That was my Ghostbusters. Until I was, like, 16, I saw Ghostbusters, the original, on accident. Because, again, someone gave us a bin of VHS tapes, mind you... This was like in 2006, 2007. So that even that was fucking ancient. Like DVDs yeah. were well a fucking thing. And it but all of them were like blank. You didn't know what the fuck you were getting. So it was a real like hodgepodge of fucking VHSs and like, "Oh, that was Cinemax, but something else." And you just fucking and like, yeah. "What is it?" <laughs> By the way, if you don't know that you're watching Ghostbusters and you pop that in, you have no idea what the fuck you're watching. <laughs> Until it like fucking starts to hit. I I was yeah. like thoroughly creep the fuck out effectively and then once i saw the ghost and the theme started started to play i'm like holy shit i'm watching ghostbusters kids you don't know what it's like to have it's that like kind of a thrill of a mixtape finding a, a random fucking vhs and yeah. no idea the best you can get is like just a random file that nobody fucking labeled yeah finding <laughs> a like, usb drive somewhere it's like yeah, could, what could is be this? born, could be a virus, could be Ghostbusters. Who knows? Let's play the game. Yeah. Anyways, Only with the random USB drive that give a higher chance of porn or virus than you do Ghostbusters. But... Yeah, <laughs> funny how those yeah. go together. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, Teen Wolf. Oh, I saw um, three. Anyways, <laughs> now I, I, God, I watched this one a lot. And I think it was just because it was a movie. We had a copy of it off, yeah. of, you know, again off of HBO or something, and. It, it was a safe... At the time, this would have been a safe movie for kids to watch. And with the exclusion of a few words it, and a couple of scenes, it really is. It's it's yeah. 80s okay it's for kids. 80s okay like, for kids. When you think like, about like kids. all the underage yeah. teen drinking that's been made okay to see in films, and then I'm just thinking, like, for the first time, like, maybe that's not... Maybe that's actually not something you should do. That's when I realized I was old. Well, <laughs> also, you, like, you realize that, that it probably doesn't happen as often as it appears in films. Um, no, it's definitely sadder. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's very rarely that somebody actually got a keg. It's usually, from what we see, it's like somebody <laughs> got drunk off of like either 
like coolers or some kind of like fermented fucking like juice that they forgot about or rubbing alcohol you yeah. fucking choose yeah. your adventure at that point i think i saw a keg one time at a party prior to college college mm-hmm. that i saw many That's but normal like, yeah 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 yeah. Anyway. yeah so and and this one too you know they show like the big 80s high school parties that everybody clearly looks like they're in their 20s or 30s um oh, but gosh, yeah. this is one of the oldest looking high school casts i've seen it like even even by 80s standards uh michael j fox looks the most age appropriate even he looks a little older than yeah. high school definitely some of like these people, 22 yeah yeah some of the and, people in, like mark holton in this movie like Oof. He looks forty-five. <laughs> like, I don't, I, like, did they ever say how old Nick was supposed to be? <laughs> well, they did say that he served yeah. time potentially. Yeah, everybody. I mean, it's really most of the cast looks like. And it, it's they said kind he of was a, like twenty or twenty-one or something like that. They did actually say, like make a joke about that in the movie about Nick or Mick. Sorry. About yeah. Mick. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they joke around about him being I, her huge boyfriend. He did time. He's old. They he's kept like, him around to be 20. on the basketball team. Or, yeah. And yeah, you look at him and like, he's a hard 34. Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and I, I, I was laughing about Mark Holton, who plays Chubby. He uh, yeah, also was in some other, a lot of That's... other 80s comedies, but like. Yeah, it's oh like you d- you don't yeah. look like you could be in high school. There's not a, this is not even like a stretch here. You know like, what's you, funny though is with 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 um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Mark Holton. You see him in this, and you see him in Pee Wee's Big Adventure within mm-hmm. a few years apart from each other. And you look at him in Pee Wee's yep. Big Adventure, like he's way too old to be a child. And this one, <laughs> he's too. Now, now, I don't know where to put this guy anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. Um, yeah. Even going off the fucking names, Chubby. They don't even call him Chubby in the fucking movie. They call him Chubbs. Yeah, there's like, like one oh, they... part they call him Chubby. Yeah, it's just yep. like they just shorten Chubby to Chubbs. I'm like, oh, it's Chubbs is the nickname, so his real name is yep. Chubby. <laughs> then you got fucking uh, what's the girl's name? Pamela. Boof. Boof and Pamela. Boof. That's yeah. where here's Boof for example. Like, what is Boof fucking short for? Because that's know. not short for anything. That's something they... you did in middle school, and no one's letting you down about it. Somebody <laughs> yeah. boofed. I'm just all I'm fucking saying. That's how you get a name like Boof, especially yeah, for just a don't, girl. Don't that's Google it, anybody. Interest. So that's a. Um, but yeah, I, I I would expect there to be if there's a nickname like that, there to be some explanation of it somewhere in the movie, and I don't think we ever get that here. <laughs> She's that's no. just what they call her. Uh, and there's they don't a call her anything else that ever. Inspired. Like, that's all I can think of. Like it's Boof. not like it's a nickname the kids at school call her because Harold. Scott's dad also calls her Boof. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. It's not like, yes, I'm like, okay, maybe that is her name. I don't know. Full or name or is Boof Or it's, a, or it's like an shit. old childhood nickname or something. I will say, yeah. so, uh, we just talk about I like, like how we have the, a the, movie the, about a teenage werewolf, but these are the weirdest things before we <laughs> yeah, get to that fucking part. Are, we haven't like, even talked about the werewolf Boof. stuff yet. Um, <laughs> so, like, the, I guess just to talk about the casting a little bit more than just the fact that everybody looks way too old to be high school students, but as was the <laughs> yeah. 80s. Um, yeah. it, which is funny when they're getting carded. Honestly, <laughs> uh, oh, this... I, I, I brought up, like, how this had such a big impact on me as a kid because this was, like, the movie that when I was thinking, what do teenagers do at parties? I thought Teen Wolf. 
And I was like, you know, the popular girl at school should look like Pamela from Teen Wolf, and I'm not going to trust her. You know, it's like <laughs> all of these lessons I learned I mean, from fucking Teen Wolf probably had a bigger so far, than I So far, you're not too far off. Those were the lessons you, you know, learned. But <laughs> If she's dating a guy who looks like he's 40, he's probably bad too. You know? <laughs> um, your coach is not as useful as he says he is. But... <laughs> I'm sorry, but but um, Jay Tarsus is Coach Finstock in this still cracks me up. Yeah, I think he's actually really great in this movie. Like that, the character of Coach Finstock is just like uh, I don't know. He's the most like lack lackadaisical, like the opposite of what you usually get out of a gym teacher slash coach character. So well, just he's... in the in the opening scene when he goes over to the other coach and asks if they can forfeit, and he says no. <laughs> He's like just trying to help you out. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I think we were Sarah watched this with me um, the other day when we watched it, and since we just got done coaching third grade YMCA yeah. basketball, we were cracking up at that. <laughs> like, yeah, I I wanted to do that. Um, I was wondering how much of the basketball team stuff was resonating with you. It, it was <laughs> so well. And are then, you the guy eating KFC, eating a hard boiled egg, and giving terrible <laughs> advice, saying that you're be there for somebody, and then right away tell them like, I, I mean, I'm busy, dude. It's not about how yeah, you play the game. breathing down my neck. It's not how you play the game. It's whether you win or lose. <laughs> um, but I, honestly, I think the the, the cast of this is pretty good i mean for yeah, an 80s Mike, michael, movie? michael j yeah. fox is is he's typical. always michael char- j fox charming, charming and everything yeah you know yeah. um styles jerry levine uh which by the way jerry yeah. levine now di- occasionally directs sun- episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia um <laughs> and i think he did some of their early episodes too um i even though there there's some offensive parts in this, I I, I still find his shit pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's the obnoxious he is that 80s character, guy. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, and every '80s movie had a had that character. Um, essentially, he's you know Belushi's character from Animal House. He's uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of other good examples, but um, we're talking about uh, what's the character's Styles. name? Styles. Styles. Oh, the, the the friend the. So, best friend maybe i'm yeah anyway yeah we couldn't put our finger on it but sharon and i when we were watching this today um i right away i'm like he looks like a fusion between paul dano and yeah I paul rubens yes <laughs> yeah i could i could see yeah, he's I, a I, daniel I, rubens paul yeah. daniel rubens for sure i was trying to remember what i what else i've seen jerry levine in because he's so familiar looking to me um, but I looked at his filmography and I'm like, I don't think it's any of this stuff that I remember him from. So I don't know. The thing is, is like his character were the shirts with the fucking sarcastic fucking comments. And the thing oh, that yeah. sucked was that was me in high school. Like I wore the shirts. I had the sassy, sarcastic. Do you comments. have, what are you looking at? Dick nose? Was that one? <laughs> I still I wish. want a shirt that says that. I just don't know where I'd wear it. <laughs> the, what, the closest thing I had was like a very long fucking like sentence on a shirt that says only a real loser would take the time to read something else on somebody else's stupid t-shirt um 
and it that was my my popular one not for me personally but that's the one that made people interact with me and i always got the same interaction once they saw like only re- real loser would they're like oh i'm not gonna fall for it and like you you still i mean you still did you don't have to finish the sentence like it's still the, it's still the action that counts it's not doesn't matter how you play the game it's whether yeah. you win or lose um so as is typical in most 80s films you know scott is pining for the popular girl though his best friend is a girl he's grown up with and knows him better than he knows himself and you know she clearly likes him and he just doesn't see it it's that whole fucking shtick um that's the thing this movie does have is a lot of shtick well that's that's something i wanted to bring up too well first things first was she the popular girl? Because I don't. No one was really showing up for this one-person play that she was in. Um, I feel yeah. like he was just after like a if girl you, with a if fat you ass. Go turtleneck. by the way that other people respond to Pamela when when Scott talks about her. I would guess that she is actually kind of despised by everybody. But yeah, she's um, just the loose. But, girl yeah, but she's that definitely playing the, the social role of yeah. the the popular girl, quote unquote. I don't know. Right. Um. But, so, speaking of, so, this is the segue about the Marvel thing. So many people talking about how they're burned out with Marvel films, not just Marvel films, comic book films, because they're formulaic. Meanwhile, it's like, I'm sorry, but every fucking 80s film is formulaic. Every 90s film, every film is formulaic. Like, we just fucking talk. yeah. All of them. If it makes money, it's going to be formulaic. Case in point. Even we fucking talked about just moments ago how this is clearly the template for all the fucking Disney original channels. <laughs> like fucking teen, supernatural is I think the key is to make films in a, in a, a genre or in a, a sequence like that or however you want to describe them, a style, before people recognize that it's formulaic. But you want to follow right. the same fucking formula. <laughs> you just you want to. It's about squeaking it in there where you're not coming in dead last. Kind of like um, with the sequel where it, they just change up. It's like now it's a cousin. And it's different boxing. sport, and it's of course it's a cousin because we're gonna write the story on what cast members are willing to come back and we'll, we'll base it around th- that. This is back in the day where they're like, well, we can't get the original cast. So let's say it's a cousin, not like we're just gonna change. But the James action. Hampton shows up in the in the sequel. So his dad, um, Scott's dad, shows up in yeah, the sequel yeah. to usher his nephew to college, because you have yep. to have a connection. Uncle Harold, yeah. Uncle Harold, yeah. But anyway, with Teen Wolf, it, um, it's it's really more fucking movie about basketball though, isn't it? It is. It really it's very is. Much. Yeah. I I was surprised from from memory. I haven't seen it in years and years about how much it's about basketball and not really about the whole werewolf thing. Like, yes, the whole werewolf, like, he becomes a werewolf, and he's kind of struggling with that, and then he gets to be, like, you know, he kind of comes out, right? And he's super popular, and he's, he's winning all Rick. these basketball games, and, like... <laughs> it's very much but a tiny Rick. the thing, for a, for a movie called Teen Wolf, and it being about him, I mean, obviously this whole thing is a weird, like, overly, like, overly um, <laughs> simplified puberty, uh, you know... Analogy analogy yeah, yeah there you go thank you you're welcome <laughs> uh, but it it's for for a movie called teen wolf it really have you on the team? that 
well, yeah, that the yeah heavier on the team, but that the whole climax of the movie is Sans Wolf. Like we see the wolf the last time, you know, early uh, at the school dance when he freaks out and you know Which, scratches up Mick or whatever. And um, I, I think it serves the story just fine, but I don't know. I, mean, I, I expected I, there to be some wolfiness in the. In the I, last I do want to but... interject one thing because it's actually in my notes. I'm glad you brought up that dance. Mm-hmm the dance in the movie where Scott yeah. wolfs out and slashes at Mick's shirt, exposing his chiseled abs. You know? And weird little things on his side of his stomach. Just, I don't know what the I fuck don't know what was, was going, going on, on there. Yeah. Um, Sanskrit from his Actually, days. Sarah's the one that brought this up. But she's like, can you imagine the 20-year high school reunion for this class and someone talks about the dance? <laughs> Remember when Scott Howard turned into a fucking werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> he slashed Nick right there on that part of the floor. Can you imagine how awkward that would be? <laughs> I've never gone to a school reunion. I haven't either, but no, that would I be imagine. pretty. Yeah. I mean, if they're they're probably one. you know why yeah. I haven't because they're weird enough as it is. Add a werewolf <laughs> as part yeah. of a shared experience. I I think it might actually be a plus having gone to one of those things that. Um, it might actually give you something to talk about because otherwise you're just kind of, you know, basically having a pissing contest about who's making more money or whose career's more impressive. Or Hey, we went know, to the high school that had the werewolf whatever. in it. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. But <laughs> at least everyone know, he... could kind of, like, gather around that fact and be like, hey, you remember the fucking werewolf? Oh, yeah, I remember the werewolf. But you're so. going to have Scott show up and he's going to be all gray wolfed out being like, hey, hey, I'm still the teen wolf. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Won the big game, but I did it as myself. Spoiler alert, you know. But, <laughs> Who got uh, this, the winning shot? This, this yeah, is yeah. a good sequel pitch we're coming up with. Oh, here, God. So. Yeah. Teen um, wolf class reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Speak, you know, here's the thing that I thought was interesting. Let's go back to Mick for a second. Because, like, if it wasn't the Teen Wolf, can we talk about not just the 20 year old that's in high school, but the 20 year old that's at a different high school? Clearly, because he has to be to be on a different sports team, right? But who's yeah, yeah. always fucking hanging around our high school? <laughs> like. Yep. Calling everybody that... a freak. Yeah. <laughs> a freak. Yeah, the cool girl that dates the old the old guy that maybe has done time from the other high school, like definitely owns I, a trailer. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I will say, like you know, pushing the member berries for this movie aside for me, I I, I did have things I jotted down while watching it. Like, where is Mick's Cobra Kai? Where's his Cobra? I want to know what happened to this guy thirty years later. Yeah. You know, you know. Becomes a Hanging drywall, but he just can't seem to focus. He keeps thinking of the fucking werewolf from high school that Can stole his girl. Your, uh... Yep. He starts Team sharpening wolf. fucking silver. Oh. <laughs> loading a gun. <laughs> Going um, on the hunt. So, the... like You're right. There's not a lot of werewolf in this, um, but let's talk about the little bit that there is. The, he, he like Ryan you'd mentioned before how there's a couple of scenes where he's driving and he sees the reflection of his ear in the rearview mirror and you know it's yeah. all pointed or he sees like little fangs and then they're gone or or the hairy palms one moment puts behind the back comes back and it's gone and all I can think is like mm-hmm. is there just a pile of fucking hair on that fucking stage now yeah like what's um, happening here <laughs> or the the eyes will give me a keg of beer thing <laughs> like, yeah um 
It he just would have gotten shot. Yeah, most of it's done like most of the werewolf stuff early on is done for gags, like you know, oh his ears are, you know, pointy and funny looking, or his hands are, yeah. It's... They do a lot of those gags, or I should say, a lot of those gags have been done since then because of this movie. I really do think this is oh like my one God. of the early I... ones. You know what I realize? A lot of those are kind of like Red Riding Hood situations. Mm-hmm. Why are your ears so big? Why are your hands so hairy? Why are your eyes so red? Right. Huh. Well, little Red Riding Hoods. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Werewolf story. And then he just, you know, seven minutes of heaven and just fucking scratches the fuck out of... Uh, Boof's back. Yeah, Boof's not, back. Not, not just a little bit either. She's like, like that's bleeding a and like ripped, and, and she's just like, oh, it was, it was unexpected, like, like vaguely yeah, into he, it, but also a little he upset. like ripped like, up my back, <laughs> like, like not know. just the shirt. Yeah, it's just like, yep, there's blood there. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's very much a problem. And yeah, we kissed a little bit, and he clawed me so badly that I'm bleeding. So that's a, yeah. yeah. Well, but everyone's distracted because there's like a half-naked girl and guy tied together, covered in whipped cream, wrestling still yeah. in the middle of that very fucking yeah, small. Yeah, people room. are only kind of paying attention to that every once in a while. <laughs> and there's a one person just fully dressed in fucking lingerie, holding on a hat, like a fucking magician's hat, just passing around. Again, what I names. thought high schoolers were doing the entire time I was a child. <laughs> it was like. Man, I you were probably disappointed. I was so disappointed. I was like, "You're just in the wrong group, apparently." Apparently so, but there was there were clearly no werewolves. So I guess yeah, yeah. And, and no werewolves. Just a lot of Mountain Dew. The, the, yeah, <laughs> or Pib. surprisingly, um, I, I want to mention Boof though, uh, oh, her character Boof, because as the you know the the friend side love interest, she's an interesting character. Compared to the like Pamela, like obviously this movie mm. doesn't pass the test regarding the way women are portrayed. Yeah, no. I mean, you got to get yourself 19, a, 1985. It's uh, you yeah. got to get yourself a girl who like shows up at your house like hours early just to play basketball with your dad in the backyard. Yeah, for some reason, the dad's a little into boof as well. I. I think. I wonder like, about the dad. Okay, so so we got we got talking about that. Is does the does the when you start doing the werewolf thing, does that kind of some some versions of the werewolf there's some kind of an enticing or enchantment type. I don't want to say enchantment, that sounds too strong. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a sexual attraction. attraction. Yeah, there's a little bit of that because you kind of Pamela starts noticing him before he transforms. Like the pheromones mm-hmm. are like kicking exactly. in. Exactly. So I kind of yeah. wonder if the you know was it is it Harold? Is that yeah the dad? Harold. If yeah. Harold had to transform to be like this conversation's long overdue, and now Boof's picking up on that you know, but it's not. It, it ends. There doesn't seem to be anything you know pursued creepy there. He does come off no. as the. I will say it doesn't help that we watch that, the werewolf the uh, the two thousand eleven one or whatever it was. Where you had that weird scenario where Daddy Werewolf is like imprinted on yeah. main love interest, like that vibe kind of kicks in and kind of ruins this. Well, yeah, I would say in this one, you know, if it's 1985 and kids run around the same neighborhood and grow up together, and your parents interacting with each other's kids, yeah, that that made sense. 
you know? Yeah. 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 I, I don't think it's, I actually don't think it's anything too creepy. He's just a little heavy handed with Scott about. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I will you know, say, yeah. what the fuck happened <laughs> yeah. to mom? I know. I no Where idea. is mom? Did mom he went get a little mauled? too werewolf one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then there's that one know. fucking joke that Mick made where it's just like, yeah, you know, caught mom in the fucking eating chickens and shot her head or some shit and it really pissed him off. And I'm like, is that the, is that cl- too close to home? Is, like, what the is, fuck happened to mom? I, <laughs> I feel like there's a few points in this movie where yeah. they're like, maybe have been trimmed. Uh, I don't know if the scenes exist or like, you know, trimmed out of the screenplay or whatever, but I feel like something there needs to be somewhere a... had to reference the mother and it just didn't make yeah. it out of the I was I I was leave, like looking around online for info about that and couldn't find anything cuz there's no mention of of her passing or of what caused it or when and then there's that line from Mick but you know what you do Jeff Loeb does a lot of comic cons yeah you wait in line and you hit him like, with that dude. question <laughs> fucking teen wolf sure he'd love it did, what happened to did mom? mick really shoot the mom like <laughs> stealing chickens is that why he went to prison is that why he, you know he's from another town or another part of yeah. town like did that were you like a little kid and that's why you're fucked up because when you were a little kid you shot this lady werewolf and then she turned back into a lady as is werewolf lore when you get shot and killed and that like fucked you up as a kid and then you went down his life a crime where you're clearly 20 but you're like talking to 16 year olds I mean, think there's. I think that is a, a a story that's on a cutting room floor somewhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to the booth next door where you have like Lori Griffin as like Pamela yeah. asking her questions. Like, so how woofed out was he during that sex scene? <laughs> like, what's the genitalia situation that we're dealing with here? Like, how far are we going into a certain aspect? It's okay. We're in the we're in the late twenty twenty twenties now. Like, we're comfortable of certain things i need to know the deets i still wouldn't trust yeah. her because boof was the better person well, yeah i mean <laughs> i mean I by think... default i mean boof is just there like she tolerates so fucking much like she's kind of pre lie. pre-pixie dream girl you know like 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 the cocoon like there's before no, the the confidence isn't there but yeah. The, the, More like, confident gonna, than not. I'm gonna throw myself at you, Scott, constantly, but you know, at the same time, then she'll turn around. And she'll be like, "Oh, well, you're not paying attention. Well, fuck you." So yeah, yeah. I I think she's not a t- she's not a total pushover. No, like she, um, I mean, it, she's she's an '80s character for sure. But yeah, I I think it could have been worse. Um, and I think it, I mean, I think the character of Pamela is. It, as well realized as we get in these movies as well, because I think we all had the proper reaction to her. So it's, I think it's, yeah, it's done. You know, it's done well. I do think it's interesting that Scott doesn't really, uh, get into any, um, kind of like love triangle kind of situation, uh, between the two of them really like, cause he, he, he definitely slept with Pamela in the, at, at the play thing like that, yeah. that happened. <laughs> like and they even referenced the that it definitely thing. happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's the uh, thing. Yeah. Like even even Mick at one point says like, "What's your problem? You want to have his litter or something?" And she has like a silent like look off to the side. And again, I have to go back. Okay, tell me yeah. the situation. Was there protection? <laughs> like what happened? 
Is that going to be part yeah. of the city? That's the class reunion we're talking about. We're going to go down the line here. He shows, like, fucking Michael J. Fox's character. I forgot the fucking name of the main character. Scott. Scott, Scott comes yeah. back and finds out that Pamela has six fucking kids. Oh, yeah. All oh, look vaguely like him. Right. Yeah. And get real cranky at full moons. Yep. <laughs> or other like, times. Oh, um, shit, Doc. Yeah. This is heavy. <laughs> like, yeah, Marty, you really fucked up the timeline. Okay, so I think one of the things that we... I, I give Michael J. Fox great credit for, especially at this point in his career at a young age, is he... His line delivery... It, it's it's the, the vocal fry and just this exasperated tone and everything he says. Well, dude, you they know, had, like, what, one hour of sleep for those two years? You, well, there's that. Yeah. But the... <laughs> Don't think it's acting anymore when he's the, constantly acting like he's tired. The um, the the line you mentioned just now from Back to the Future, you know, like this is heavy and all that. Um, when I was a kid, I don't know why, but one of my core memories with this movie is the the scene when he transforms in the bathroom, fully full the first full werewolf out, which is yeah. pretty silly looking. It's oh, it's not God, with the pulsating fucking head and shit. It's not like you know. Rockula bad, but it's it's pretty. It's, silly. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the worst I've seen, but it's yeah. Yeah, it's 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 toned down thriller. It's I was a teenage werewolf, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like his... a Tostino's pizza roll that's just about to explode. Yeah, it's just pulsating <laughs> unnecessarily in odd locations. Yeah, he opens the door and it's his dad's there in this kind of teddy bear like werewolf <laughs> like the grave. Like really Teddy Ruxpin. The Herald Werewolf is just the Herald yeah, Werewolf. He looks like great. a big teddy bear. You kinda yeah. wanna give him a hug. Like, yeah. yeah. Just the first line is just I think He still has his glasses yeah. too, doesn't he? He's got yeah. his glasses on. I like, think this know. explanation is long overdue. <laughs> but it's it's the line when, when Harold tells him, you know, I didn't tell you about this because I was hoping we get lucky and sometimes it skips a generation. I would pause and repeat this scene for repeated. I don't know why, but just the no, Dad, it didn't skip a generation. It landed on my face. <laughs> I always just cracked up at that as a little kid. I don't know why. It just it, it hit something. Um, yeah. It's part of Michael J. Fox, man. It's Michael really J. Fox. Did. He can yeah. deliver it. Um, yeah. He's the best part of this entire fucking movie. Re- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. It's, it's, his his energy and his performance is what makes this movie work, if it does. I mean, it's arguable, I suppose, that it doesn't, but, like, yeah. Yeah, he makes it very watchable. He's yeah, he's good at, good at what he does. And the other memory I have of this also, I don't remember the first time I saw it, but I know it was early on watching it with my parents, and when they start surfing on top of the van, her saying, don't you ever do that. <laughs> don't ever do that. So I have this association with like that as being incredibly dangerous, which it is. But yeah, it's a great gag in this movie, though. It's very strange because it fits into that '80s. Everybody still talking about the fucking Beach Boys, mm. and yeah, I know a lot of people, my wife included, who who vocally stated while we were watching this, "I'm still fucking sick of surfing USA." <laughs> but <laughs> it, it yeah. did pop up in like everything for yeah. about two decades for some reason and yeah they yeah. had an 80s resurgence as well as a 90s resurgence so yeah that's supposed to have been around that time but no originality among generations yeah um the thing about that surfing thing that right away like 
One thing with the dude surfing on top of the fucking van, I'm like, okay, it's a van, whatever. But when he, when um, Scott is doing it on top of that fucking truck, I'm like, oh no, he's gonna get decapitated by a fucking power line. There's no yeah. fucking way. That is a fucking truck. Well, did you <laughs> notice too? Like, oh, it's the same van. They just painted it. But did you notice they put like gymnastics bars mounted on the top when mm-hmm. he's doing the handstand? You can see it's actually a gymnast holding on to bars that are mounted to the top because that's insane, right? And nowadays they'd yeah. just be computer animated. But this. But was... where did they get that fucking like mail truck? Because they had a van, and then they got what look it's a yeah, box it mail like a truck. The wolf, Wolfmobile. The Wolfmobile. I'm like, yeah, there's a Styles lot of questions has... here. Yeah, <laughs> like... Picked it up from some like car place who obviously. Uh, I thought just he had just a... had had. Howard's van, Harold's van painted. No, it's a completely different vehicle. It's a fucking mail truck. Yeah, it's like there's a big, no door like, on this oh, side. Oh, okay. I don't know what you would call, what kind of truck you call that. I was gonna say an ice cream truck, but maybe yeah, like some kind like, of a gut a wagon truck. or yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking like FedEx fucking th- looking thing. It's big. It's a big fucking truck. Like no, no one's fucking standing on that thing. <laughs> Good luck. It was a cool yeah. gimmick though. Sure. It was. It's a really like it. cute gimmick in this in this movie, and you know. But, but remember, again, when you turn into your werewolf, you're just better at basketball. You're just better at dance. everything. You can break dance better because you have to have the scene where you break dance with the black kid in the hallway. Yeah, the one that black a, that's kid. That's part in the of the. That's part of the montage it, of showing coolness in high school. Is yeah. you know, I believe it's the only only moment with the black actor in this yep. whole movie as yes. well. So yes, yeah. it is. And yeah, you never was... see him in the bleachers. No, I don't think I. No. I didn't see. It was just a field just, of white. <laughs> yeah, he's just breakdancing in the hallway in that one scene, and like, God damn. Yeah, but that that's. I mean, and I we we jokingly mentioned it before, but Rick and Morty has done a good job of poking fun at kind of '80s tropes and '90s tropes in a lot of their episodes, and um, the the one where Rick and Morty have their their toxic selves removed from their bodies. And so Morty is just like overtly and over the top positive, like unrealistically. They do a montage very similar to this where he's going through the hallway and told you you could do it. And yeah, man, you just be yourself. And, you know, I'm going to help this bully learn poetry so they won't hurt people and break dance with the black kids. And it's they do all that very (laughs) touches on this because we see a lot of this. Oh, my God. 80s movies. Oh, my God. It's but remember, Quantum Mania was a form of like formulaic fucking yeah. boar fest yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah it uh we, we talked about it last week with solar babies as well they did a very, oh, they God. very similar treatment of, uh, yeah but add sports oh if there's that's the thing yeah. like if there's teenagers there needs to be sports apparently versus like i don't know about you you two i actually i kind of do know not sports we're not sports minus one of us became a basketball co- coach for like kids yeah. but well i have two halves of my teens my the first half of my teens where there was a lot of sports involved and then i i quit sports and then there was like the second half of my teens where i wasn't doing that but yeah so it was never I, I could i could relate to both a little bit but 
Yeah. yeah. I'm I do better at basketball now than I fucking did when I was younger. Not not the fucking moving around and using your knees thing. Just but standing the, there and shooting. The standing I'm really, there and shooting. I, oh, my horse game has totally improved. <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> like, where, I was like, where the fuck were you? Only for, took like, me 41 years, but life. I figured out the good spots to stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like um, when you learn the bowl. Uh, like, it's like, oh, you don't aim for the middle. You just go off to that pocket to the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's the strike zone. So, so yeah, yeah this is, I'll be so, honest, this is going to be a tough one to grade for me because I've got, like, a really, to there's some people, you know, they grew up in, some of the movies we've probably been reviewing and, and maybe poking some fun of, like Solar Babies uh, or Fly to the Navigator or something, maybe, maybe that was your beta or VHS tape that you grew up with, and that was just the mm. movie you happened to watch. And there's a lot of the same tropes in every 80s movie, or there's a collection of tropes we saw a lot. So, I don't know. It's going to be kind of tough. This is a tough tough for you. For yeah, for me. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm we, saying, because uh, it's going to be really yeah. interesting what you guys say. Yeah, um, it's going to be quite quite the interesting bell curve here. Yeah. Yeah, before we grade, I, I think it, it bears mentioning that this movie did uh, kind of find a bit of... I don't know, notoriety a few years back when uh, it was supposedly discovered that there was a flasher, an extra who apparently exposed his penis during the um, celebration scene in the um, again Pamela. What ba- was it <laughs> in the um, and and supposedly like everybody confirmed it. People have this. I mean, you just jump on YouTube at any time. You can find the the bit of footage. It's very visible in the film. The moment they're talking about. Now here's where the controversy is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's still oh, there. Oh, I did not. Um, yeah. I didn't know, so I didn't. Look. It's right before the end credits roll. Like as the family like group is getting together, this what? person is like top middle screen, and you see them do something with their fly. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> Family Guy made a gag about it. And once Family Guy, they actually used the footage, and Family Guy made the gag. Then all of a sudden, everyone's talking about the Teen Wolf penis and all this stuff. Oh, let me and... get the Google Images. <laughs> okay, so it's somebody so supposedly... with a fly open. I mean, their pants yeah. are open. That's Okay, they're... so supposedly some guy called into a talk show years later and claimed I he was this actor, and yeah, he pulled his penis out, and it was this gag that he did, and ha, ha, ha. Turns out, not the actor. It's not. It, the person oh, who called into the talk show, totally fake. That actor um, said, no, that's not me. And actually, that's not me on camera. That's actually a female extra that I was yeah. next to or something. And uh, so years, a few years go by, and actually, they do confirm with this female extra oh, that it is, it is her. Yeah. Uh, and she did have her pants open. And it's because they shot so many. They shot this so many times. It was like 3 in the morning in this gym. People were hot. And uh, in the sweat. 80s, they had so these much tight, fucking sweat in this super movie. tight, high-waisted <laughs> pants. Yeah. So a lot of the female extras were unbuttoning their pants in between takes. She forgot to rebutton. And Got when it. she jumped up to do this, was like, oh, shit, and starts messing with her fly. And it creates this like entire, entire urban legend about this penis in, in Teen Wolf. Okay, and it's which not, is not head, actually head, true. So. Headcanon, though. But. <laughs> she's just really into the Teen Wolf. That's, yeah. that's all it is. But can but, we talk anyway, about how so. fucking sweaty everyone is in this goddamn movie? <laughs> there is a lot of really sweaty people. Like, Holy yeah. shit. Even the prosthetics on the werewolf costume oh. was fucking sweating. 
Yep. Oh, man. I thought it was hilarious in one of the basketball scenes. They start a game, like, he shows up to the game, and, like, it's three seconds in, and they have a shot of everyone just pouring sweat, just, like, dripping. Fucking... It's like, wow. It's like, like it's that... sweaty real easy here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will it's say. It's like they just poured water in their fucking heads. <laughs> I, I remember shooting some student films with you in college, Eric, and the halogen lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweating's a real thing, for sure. <laughs> the lights like... we had that we flipped the breaker, <laughs> tripped the breaker a couple of times oh, in our building. Yeah. Yeah, I know, getting under the lights, I mean, anytime you're under lights, if you've ever played in a band, if you've ever been under oh, film yeah. lights, like, it's it's a real thing. Like, it, it you're just kind of roasting up there. But, but then they sprayed people think, in this movie even more <laughs> to make them Yeah, this, I feel like this was definitely, like, like fake sweat. Like, they misted them up, and it just went a little too far. I don't think anyone was actually sweating that much. Well, I mean... They know, were, everybody... I feel bad for them. Maybe it was a rough shoot, but... I mean, and, <laughs> am I the only one who thinks that a lot of movies from the 70s make everybody look very oily yeah Just the yeah. lighting yeah. and the makeup it's like vaseline was like the fucking number one health fucking thing at the baby time. oil a lot of lot of baby oh, oil so much you know yeah. <laughs> and in this one it's just like everybody's misted yeah misted yeah. but still sweaty everybody smells and crunchy sweaty. because and, yeah. of the fucking hairspray yeah mm-hmm. that, yeah we didn't talk about it and solar babies but there was just the one scene with the one like uh what's her name tara had her hair like back but the front was just like fluffy like yeah. just weirdly <laughs> like like something ain't right like that's an intentional yeah. style on your part again 80s again now 80s. then yep. again what the fuck i don't know isn't like gen z fucking repeating shit now too well yeah speaking of, i mean what that that uh yeah extra talked about the the tight high-waisted pants i mean i think that is exactly what's in style right now it, it, well actually if i know about it it's probably it's not anymore of style. but it has recently <laughs> been style. so like yeah i heard about it on its way i'm out. waiting for the flame i'm waiting for the flame shirts and those like fucking metal like hawaiian beads that fucking come back with the frosted tips uh, like if you guys are gonna go fucking oh go. guy fury the guy fury look yeah yeah, yeah like that that that's a couple years i think we're gonna see that soon because that's yeah. like yeah our high if you're not wearing crop show, tops like that, that was... have the combination of brown, pink, and like fucking olive green, I don't yeah. fucking know what that was about. <laughs> or when, Sorry. When, yeah. <laughs> Where's your hot clips teen, now? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yeah, teen Wolf. Yeah. Sorry. I'm playing about my teenage years, my preteen years. You know, I I I do have like a funny headcanon or fantasy or something about if, if video stores still existed swapping you know how you when you used to go into a video store and they had like the cardboard or the you know the case or whatever and then the copy to rent behind it no oh, yeah this is a lot of fun when you worked in a video store oh, as yeah. a teenager swapping so. the movies around <laughs> teen wolf yeah. with the werewolf movie ginger snaps mm. which is essentially <laughs> what teen wolf really is if you made it a horror film yeah 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 one that we should cover if we haven't already have we i don't think we, we never covered that have we done ginger snaps Did talked we? about it it's been referenced. Yeah, I don't think we did it. It's a good one. It's one of those. It's one of those things like we were talking about before casual, we started recording. Casual. Like we've gotten to that point in in doing the show that I I am no longer sure if we've done a movie or not, or whether I've just watched it incidentally sometime in the past few years. You so. know what that means? We've hit the Teen Wolf. We've, yeah. we've hit the Teen Wolf. <laughs> so as we hit the Teen Wolf, Ryan, do you have a grade and final thought? in any particular order for Teen Wolf? Um, 
I never have anything in order. Come on now. <laughs> uh, so my mental ramblings go as such. This movie is unfortunately like a template for all the fucking things that I've already seen and gotten way tired of. So I was done with this movie. Like, okay, so I I can't rewatch I can't watch this at my age and kind of enjoy this. I can enjoy the performance from Michael J. Fox. That's easy. Big fan of Michael J. Come on. But Jesus fucking Christ. Like how fucking formulaic of a fucking film. Holy shit. And it's just a fucking basketball movie with just a super hairy kid. Short, <laughs> short, hairy kid. Like, okay, so he's a Russian exchange student. I, I don't fucking, I don't know what you want for me. <laughs> like this, oh my God. And like, you know, but it does like, I think there's, there's entertainment for it that just the factor of like watching it out of context, out of time as like a viewer to just like there's clearly shit that people when they make movies like this this includes like 16 candles like all the john hughes let's be honest um or anything like that anything to do with teens especially where you just like have to question the logic of where somebody didn't fully think this through as much as we do nowadays which is the fun part like uh pamela hooking up with the werewolf version of him is that bestiality um, what the fuck is up with this fucking old ass dude that goes to a different high school that comes to this fucking high school? Like, what, 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 what is going on with the relationship with dad and Boof? Also, what's with the name Boof? Like, there's so much entertainment in that, um, that I kind of leaves me conflicted. But the movie itself is just classic teen 80s formula of, uh, you take teenage drama drinking parties like you wrong love interests best friend is actually the right love interest nonsense but uh sport you have to have sport don't forget sport and then random element that shouldn't fit in these that makes it like you know uh novelty it's a novelty that's what this fucking is um, but you know, it is one of the classic fucking novelties when people re reference novelty films like this teen wolf is on there. So I'm, but I have to go against culture. I did not, I don't have nostalgic bone for this at mm. all. Um, uh, th thanks network television. Uh, but anyways, it, uh, see, it's a C. I can be fair with that because you, you so much, you should see this. Fair. I think people yeah. should see this. Um, and I, like I said, you can get something out of it, but it's going to be much different than I think the, uh, people who did grow up with this, uh, will be. Yeah. Um, that's totally fair. What yeah. do you think, Eric? Um, I do think you're, you got a lot of solid points there. Um, <laughs> however, it, uh, I am one of those people, I think that grew up, well, and not, it's funny because not specifically with this film, but it's sequel it's and sequel. also like a yeah. lot of films <laughs> like it, like it, it, uh, and I also think it, we didn't talk much about that. There was a trend of 1950s films that actually kind of sat oh, yeah. right, right in this genre. I was a teenage. This and that. right. Was That's what this is referencing. Um, right. And this yeah. was definitely uh, kind of a reference to that. So I think there's in, no originality. Sense, <laughs> no. And I, and I think it's, it's very, a formula by the book. Yeah. um script and i i think it's executed um 
it's it's a mixed bag because I think some things work well about it, and other things seem very cheap and kind of even for a movie of its level, like seem like they're. Um, it seems like a budget feature for sure, especially considering that Michael J. Fox was becoming one of the biggest stars of that summer, at yeah. least. And um, I don't know. I I think it's. And, and I don't know, I, I, I'm conflicted, like, with Joe, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for it, um, but I did notice this time around that it is interesting, it was interesting to me, like, how much of a kind of teen-slash-sports movie it was, and not as much of a werewolf yeah. movie. The werewolf thing kind of took a little bit of a back seat, which is totally not how I remember this, even though I remember the movie fairly well, um... But I don't know. It's got some funny moments. I, I agree with you. The the Harold Werewolf moment is one of my favorite things That's of this cute. entire film. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not only yeah it it's not only funny and endearing, but it's also like just just the moment of seeing the costume, and especially if you watch it now, it's just it's just really funny. It's not what you think of at all when you think of werewolf. And and, and not uh, only that, but when when I keep wanting to say Marty. When Scott, <laughs> yeah. when Scott storms out, and then you've got like Werewolf Dad just kind of standing at the top of the steps, like, oh, and he's just kind of like lumbers down the stairs. It's very endearing. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's it's it'd be really hard to give this like a really good grade, I think. But it's also I think it's hard to you know take away from like it, take it away from its place. And like you said, it's kind of essential. Uh, in a way, um, especially 80s movies, this one's going to land on the, you know, somewhere in those must-see 80s movies. But yeah. I'm not too far off of you grade-wise. I, I think it's like a C plus. It's totally watchable. Um, Michael J. Fox is great. Um, yeah. I think he brings a lot of the same energy he brings to Back to the Future. Back to the Future, obviously, is a better movie. But, um, yeah, I think it's it, he kind of t- pulls this thing together. Um, we, we talked about there's a lot of inconsistencies in, in the, the script. If you start to think about it as like a serious film and i don't know why you would do that because it's not one but um you could you could pick it apart but you know whatever it's fun enough i think a c plus is is fair Mm -hmm. and i i I, that's not uh not saying i didn't enjoy watching it because i certainly did but yeah (laughs) i i will say that the werewolf design i meant to say this earlier is much more chewbacca than it is werewolf oh totally. so if you if you (laughs) just want a hand cat this is just chewbacca's early teen years (laughs) <laughs> well, so I've I've tried to think about why this was such an impactful movie on me growing up, and I think it really is just like a, a situation of circumstances. It yeah. was included in a bunch of things that was recorded. It was a it was one of a couple of tapes. I'm sure there's yeah. other movies that I would you know say were like important to me, like you know like this was a movie I've seen a lot as a kid um, that I just haven't kind of realized yet. But I, but this is definitely one of them. So having re- having watched and reviewed movies that followed the same friggin' formula so many times, um, this really didn't invent the wheel. So I I have to keep in mind that a lot of my love for this really is just nostalgia. It's very personal, you know. But it is pretty charming. I mean. I think it's cool that this and Back to the Future were out at pretty... Did you say the exact same time or close? They were playing in theaters at the same time because yeah. uh, Teen Wolf was beat out by Back to the Future. So, like, um, 
box oh, office. Michael J. Fox wise. beat Michael it J. Wouldn't. Fox. You've yep. got yep. two movies that are like 1985 teen movies with the same teen. Mm-hmm. Who's in his 20s? One, one <laughs> is following the formula, and one is breaking it with breaking this it, yeah. really complicated yet perfectly orchestrated story. Of course, the other movie being Back to the Future. Um, no, <laughs> okay. um, it, it's kind of neat to see that you know Michael J. Fox is. is this is really the the peak of of his. I don't want to say peak of his career, but like his initial popularity coming on to the scene. start yeah. um mm-hmm. growing up as a kid loving werewolf stuff like this seemed like a natural fit my parents were like oh you like werewolves well here here's michael j fox he will keep werewolves safe for you um <laughs> but it does follow a lot of the the tropes it's it i agree looking back at it um it's not as great i think outside of my own head canon as it probably really is so I'm actually going to land on a B minus. I'm going to give it a little bit of an edge because I like some of Style shirts. Um, <laughs> style shirts are the best. Part. Yeah, that really. Okay. Michael J. Fox is the best part. Second place, Style t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah. So. so, how about the fact that we also have a male character, teenage male character, who actually isn't sex driven? Yeah, yeah, that's nice. He was actually taken advantage of by Pamela. Yep. In yep. a weird way. Uh, yeah. he, he was just like it was yeah and he's not willing pure. to like take advantage of Booth's feelings either like that's no. not something he's yeah I, I so. guess I'm, I'm landing on the B minus because I'm like so apparently I learned a lot of my early life lessons from Teen Wolf <laughs> and it's not the you worst want a t-shirt that world? says it I think I, and then underneath <laughs> it it should say what are you looking at dick nose because uh, <laughs> that's one of them uh, but yeah. so now we have yeah. to ask the question then because we've done Teen Witch and now we've done Teen Wolf, which is better? Because because our partners Ooh. clearly yeah were Teen Witch yeah oh definitely I don't remember what I gave right off the top of my head the grade we I gave Teen Witch that. yeah but I feel like it's, I, this is in the same fucking but I do part. remember having a hell of a like good time talking about Teen Witch and just yeah here's the thing and this is this is sad because. I feel like if you're going to put them side by side and say which one is the more memorable crazy movie from the 80s, it's going to be Teen Witch because it's just yeah. that me- memorable. Not Teen... necessarily for all for good reasons, but yeah. It's, teen uh... Witch at least stuck with its premise of magical teen. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it, it like, that was the driving force yeah, here. Didn't and there was so much basketball or boxing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had Toad turn to man sex slave, essentially. It also one. had so many, like, you know, like, rap battles and, like, all this, like, crazy, Fucking like, rap super, battle. like, <laughs> yeah. And oh, man. This movie doesn't, doesn't ever leave the formula behind enough to, like, it doesn't have any moments that are that ridiculous to where they're just going to cement in the memory. Um, this yeah. is cemented in my memory for different reasons, nostalgia reasons, but I just don't think it's got that wild. Can, uh, can yeah. you think of any any other actors who went through a phase like this where, like, I'll be in anything? <laughs> I mean, if you really... I mean, Will Arnett feels like... <laughs> yeah, for a while, or he was in everything there for a moment. Kind yeah. of still is, but Chris Pratt yeah. kind of has pulled some of that. Like, yeah, looking at you Maybe tomorrow. Maybe just, just the life of an know. actor. So. <laughs> 
Um, I'm pretty sure it is. I think you really hit the nail on the head there. This is the life of an actor, especially during this time. But don't beat around the bush, Joe. Which is better, Teen Witch or fucking Teen Wolf? I don't know. It's like asking which is the better rock band, The Who or Led Zeppelin. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It really kind of depends. There's a definitive answer to that question. I will say, I am with Eric, though. Like, I think Teen Witch is a bad movie, but in the best way. Whereas this movie... Uh, does okay. better, but is actually kind of boring. Yeah, I'll, it I'll, ends up being more middle of the road. Yeah, it really yeah. does. I'll, yeah. I'll argue this. They they are very different though to compare because one is mid '80s and one is late '80s, early '90s, and those are some very mm. different cultures and styles and music and you know. So it's it's kind of yeah. hard to compare. Um, Not really. I don't know. I mean, no, because I I see all your points about Teen Witch. I think yeah. they're hilarious, and it is a more of a, of, of a. If I'm in the mood for like, I want batshit '80s, almost '90s. I go <laughs> Teen Witch. If I want, give me an example of like your typical '80s teen movie, Teen Wolf. Sure. Yeah. You know, so they have their. Places. It, it doesn't matter. If there's a werewolf in there or not. Like this is. This could yeah, have been Teen right. Vampire, is... and he, you know, can float and dunk. You know, it could have been Teen Mummy, and he's Rockula. good at lacrosse for I think some reason. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Vampire one. You know, Rockula. Teen uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and it's a swim team thing. You know, it... you know that was our missed opportunity. <laughs> we should have did Rockula, Teen Wolf, and Teen Witch. That was the trifecta we missed. We'll throw it on a yeah. playlist. We I got threw, to all of them. We never yeah, threw in Young idea. Frankenstein. Yeah, but that's a different that almost kind of feels classic. like a Mel Brooks yeah. joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't meant as one. So, anyways, yeah. we would love to know what any of our listeners think of Teen Wolf or its sequel or its animated series that we didn't mention because nobody remembers it. Um, but please feel free to share any of those questions or its remake, through. or its remake. Yeah, which we God. all acknowledged existed and never mentioned. But uh, yeah, please feel free to send any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms to the Video Junkyard Podcast at gmail.com You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or on our main Video Junkyard Podcast Facebook and Instagram pages. If you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you. If you like what you hear, we'd like to invite you to join us at patreon.com slash videojunkyardpodcast, uh, where you can donate a dollar and uh, join the club. We uh, have the ability to vote on uh, the movies we watch on the podcast, as well as uh, access to exclusive content. And um, yeah, I'd like to have you as a member of the Video Junkyard podcast family. As always, we like to thank our current patrons, Scott Stewart and Tony Rodriguez. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, and um, yeah, whether you're donating it or not, we'd like to uh, invite you back for more uh, movie reviews here on the Video Junkyard podcast. Uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we are going to watch uh, Shaquille O'Neal genie film Kazam. Um, yeah. I know everybody's Sinbad looking forward to that, that one. Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's Sinbad, I'm <laughs> I sure. distinctly <laughs> remember him being in that. I do, too. Everybody yeah. does. <laughs> uh, gonna watch the, um, the first time that uh, Jim Wynorski uh, did a film for full moon and that's for a couple years ago attack of the 50 foot cam girl uh followed by a pairing of a fish called wanda and fierce creatures so um hope you'll come back and join us for any or all of those wonderful shows and um yeah we want to thank you once again for joining us in the video junkier podcast and hope you've enjoyed it and if you have please share it around and until next time i'm joe peterson 
I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel. Reminding you, Pamela is a fucking freak. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter, at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram, as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard. <laughs>